East Coast Creepin' contains graphic and explicit content, which may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, welcome to our podcast, East Coast Creepin'. (laughs) Keep going. I'm Linda. And I'm Leslie. (laughs) We're three sisters from the Baltimore, Maryland area. There is a fourth sister, and she will be making guest appearances throughout the series. We are obsessed with true crime, paranormal, and laughing. Join us for our weekly outbursts as we dive into crazy stories that full-fledged rep the East Coast. Just so you know, we do not have a background in criminal justice, criminal investigation, medicine, or psychology. This is all just for informative purposes. <laughs> My eyes twitching so bad. Because you were... <laughs> Welcome to episode 27. Look, she's on it today. I know. I felt really bad about that one time that I didn't do twice. it. Twice. It was twice? Okay, well, the one time she didn't do... And then this, I think the second time I did it at the end of the episode. Yeah, oh. okay. Also, Tessa told me that one episode I didn't do a missing persons. Rude. That we just were like, okay, bye everybody. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't even notice when I was editing that I didn't do a missing persons. Fail. We must have been rambling on for about like 15 minutes. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Why are you banging your mic, woman? Am she I got stuck. stuck. <laughs> <laughs> you ready? I'm ready. Then go. It's okay. Linda. It's Linda. It's a me day. All about me. Hello? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're still recording. It's okay. <laughs> it's like cut off so abruptly. I didn't know that I stopped socking. <laughs> Stop socking. <laughs> Okay. It's going to be one of those days. It really is. Okay. So I'm going to start off with the incident. Got it? Okay. And we're not going to go too much in the background of the person because. Okay. okay. I feel this is Marilyn. <laughs> Nobody asked me where we're going. Oh, where are we going? Oh, my God. Linda's so bad. Murdered on a Wednesday. <laughs> where are we going? I already said it. Wrong. Mm. Vermont North Carolina Why do we not have a map? I know, I was hoping no one would Either one of them Look, okay, so I went to Walmart yesterday with Jonathan Did you get a poster thingy? I looked at the poster frames And none of them are wide enough For the one that Tessa gave us And I don't know this I don't, where's the one Uncle OJ gave us, you guys? You were literally there on Friday. I had a lot of other things going on on Friday. And I also lost my laptop charger, so I had to buy this little off-brand Walmart one with, like, 20 fucking extensions. Your fault. Where are we going? Oh. South? Souther, then Vermont. (laughs) Pennsylvania. No. Delaware. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say Jersey. All right. You said Delaware? Yes. Okay. Yes. Leslie is using agenda paper today because she has failed at her job. <laughs> Bringing her own paper. Mm. Are you ready? Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, so sticking to the theme of the holiday time. On the morning of December 31st at 9.56 a.m., a trash truck driver gets a call to go back to his dumping site at the Cherry Island Landfill in Wilmington, Delaware. Uh-oh. Okay. There's a snake in my boat. <laughs> In the phone call, one of the supervisors of the site had told him to come back because where he had done his last dump, they actually found a body on top of all the rubbish. Oh, shit. Yeah. Did they think it was him? Huh? Did they think it was him? No, 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 no. They told him to come back. They knew he was driving. They told him to come back Mm -hmm. because of the fact that it was his last It was his drop-off. When he returned, the managers, supervisors of the site were coming into the pile. All the different workers that were there were coming in to see, like, what was going on, what was happening. And when he got back to his pile, they could already tell that it was a dead body. So the guy who had dumped it, which is named Mike Grabowski... Uh, He had asked the other men there to cover up the body until investigators had gotten there because they had already called the police by this time. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. My this is side effects from Friday. My throat is still like not. I know. Same there. Were you screaming? Yeah, I was singing that at the top of my lungs. Oh, that and it was cold outside. I wasn't wearing a coat. My I was bad. just tired. Like, I feel really bad because by the time the reception had it, had happened, I was just like <laughs> zoned out. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> no, I like 90% of the time I was outside dancing and screaming <clears throat> to all the songs that were playing. <clears throat> oh, wait. This is December 31st, thirty first, 2010. I'm sorry. Okay. That, that no, was no, the no. year, 2010. <gasps> Yeah, December 31st, 2010. I was 20. Ew. Don't talk about it. It's gross. (laughs) (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. the investigators come, and they're looking at everything, going over, and the first one on site said that he had seen an arm and a leg. He could see that it was dressed in, like, dark clothing but that the closer that he approached the body he could tell that it was somebody of importance like the clothes were a little bit nicer looking and then when they were on the like over top the body like doing a closer look at everything um they had actually found a west point military academy ring and a rolex on the man's body so he was still wearing it and they quickly realized that it was somebody of great importance and cis about to come (laughs) in chronicle (laughs) so because of that they end up doing a survey of the area they're looking around and they realize that because it's a dump site that they have to go through every single piece of trash because they don't know what could be considered evidence or not so they're going around picking through everything and towards the end of it they realize that there's not really much there it's just the body itself they couldn't find anything that may have connected to the person but they quickly found out 
or they quickly identified the body the same day because, again, of him being a military man and all that stuff. So he was actually, the body belonged to a, well, belonged The body to. is. The body was, oh, fuck, how do I say that? Now I'm all thrown off. He was a former White House aide by the name of John Parsons Wheeler III, or a.k.a. Jack. Or a.k.a. Shut up. I know that you caught that. I know that you caught that. But yes, he was called Jack. Because she said, or AKA. Or AKA Jack. And it's, but just, it's just AKA, AKA Jack. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so now I'm going to give you a little bit of background about Jack. And we don't really need to go into too much detail about him. Like, we don't need to know about his young life or anything like that, just because that doesn't really play into much of the story of his death. Just knowing, like, his later life accomplishments kind of puts it into... Perspective. Yeah, perspective. Thank you. I can't words today. Thank you. (sighs) Okay, so like I said, he was a former White House presidential aide. He worked under the Reagan, Bush, and Bush administrations. Bush, Bush. (laughs) He was on the special counsel to the chairman and secretary of the Securities and Exchange Commission. And he was a special assistant to the secretary of the Air Force. At the time of his death, Jack was working... Jack was working as a consultant for the Metra Corporation as a consultant for cybersecurity. Oh. Um, He had high-level security clearance, and he had strong ties with the U.S. government. And he was actually, a lot of people said that he was definitely ahead of his time because he would look for um, aid for veterans, uh, people, obviously, who had come out of the military. And he said that assistance shouldn't just go for people who are physically wounded, who, like have bullet wounds and stuff like that but also who deal with mental issues coming out of the military so he tried he was like mental health awareness yeah he he was very big on all of that he they were like he was very patriotic very you know american man kind of thing would always just go do speeches and everything like that for them america good for him I was trying to think of a song to sing, but then all that kept coming to my head was John Cena's song. <laughs> I'm proud to be an American. Okay, enough. I don't like. I don't. I'm not a fan of that song. Literally, you're trying to think of a patriotic song. How is yeah. that not honky tonk badonk donk? <laughs> I don't think that's very patriotic. Not at all. <laughs> I feel like America. Yeah, yeah. 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 See, that that day, y'all. <laughs> That would have been better. <laughs> um, so Jack had been married to a woman named Elise Wheeler. They did have two children together. They were twins. Uh, but their marriage didn't last long, and they eventually got a divorce. Later on in life, he had met a woman by the name of Catherine Kleiss. She had two children of her own, so when they got married, they kind of, like, blended their families together. Oh. Four children. Yeah, so there were four children in total. Two were his, two were hers. Catherine says that Jack was a very bright man and that she adored him, but that he suffered from bipolar disorder. She did make statements saying that he pretty much kept it under control. He was very diligent on taking his medications, so 
it was very far in between that they would see him having manic episodes, mm. but that he he did suffer from that. And so even though he had all these great accomplishments, people felt and like it wasn't unknown to his friends that he dealt with that. But people felt like, even though he was this great man, that he knew what he was dealing with. And so because he was dealing with that, it also held him back. So they felt like he could have been greater, even though he was this great man and had so many things going on for him. So he had actually graduated from the U.S. Military Academy, hence the ring, uh, Harvard Business School and Yale Law School. Oh, shit. That's a lot. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a lot of schooling. (laughs) That's a lot of Ivy League schooling. Fucking West Point, Harvard, and Yale. So again, the that again, that's just like the little bit about his life because you don't really need to go like back back when he was a kid and all that stuff because all of this plays into his later life, like when he's in the government and with the military and everything. But once the body was identified, investigators at the Wilmington PD investigators had notified the White House. No, 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 not the White House. They had notified NCIS. Pentagon. No, not them either. The people that were part of his jurisdiction for his home because when they found out who he was, they found out his place of residence and he actually had a place in Oh my god, I don't have this bulleted. It's like six miles away from where his body was found. Hold on. Oh, he's a Delaware guy. You would think he'd be like Silver Spring, Bethesda. Oh, no. Tyson's Corner. No. No, they had a house. Was he retired at this time? No, he, he was still he was very still, active. Yeah, he was still okay. very active, and that's why he was the he was the consultant. He was doing uh, consulting for cybersecurity. How old is he at this point? Oops, I didn't have that down. He died in 2010. Mm-hmm. But when was he born? 1944, December 14th, 1944. 66. So he's not that old. No, he's 66. God damn it. I have it written down. Where did it go? Great. See, this is where... No, this is where you guys rush me. No, 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 no. I'm saying great, Linda, because now I have... And I'm proud to be an... (laughs) 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 Well, at least I know I'm free. Oh. Oh, good times. Newcastle. Ah! Newcastle. Delaware. 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 I don't know why I said Pennsylvania. I was thinking King of Prussia. <laughs> so the been there. the PD of Wilmington notified Newcastle PD, and when they had notified Newcastle, because obviously they were going to tell him to go check on the home and stuff like that, the detectives in Newcastle were like, "Oh, we're already on our way," because one of his neighbors had called in saying that there was a burglary at his home. The fuck. Yeah. Meet me in the this club. Is, it's going down. Okay. Yeah. So Jack's house, his neighbor was outside. His neighbor had said that he was talking. Uh, they had been neighbors for about seven months. And his neighbor said that he sat there. He was talking to another neighbor outside. And when he looked up, he noticed that there was a light on on the second floor, but he hadn't noticed anybody being home for a while. Mm-hmm. So when he went to go look, he went around the backside and noticed that a door was open. And when he went into the house, it was the kitchen door. So when he went in through the kitchen door from the outside, he said that the whole house, like, well, not the whole house, but the kitchen was just in disarray. There were plants knocked over. There were broken plates in the sink. 
there was powder all over the floor, which he at that time was like, I figured it was Comet just because there's like this tube of Comet that's sitting on the counter kind of knocked over. And then in the Comet itself, there was like stuff all over the floor. It was drugs. <laughs> I was and thinking that, flour. Well, and then there was a, <laughs> there was a <laughs> footprint. Soda. Yeah, there was a footprint in the, the powder that was on the floor leading like out. So there was just that one footprint. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Where was his wife? Okay. Yeah. We're going to get get there. So is this about Jack? Yes. Okay. This is all about Jack. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm like, (laughs) this is all about Jack. Show. Huh? All about Jack. It's a show. I've I've never never heard heard of it. Anyway, continue. (laughs) Oh. I'm an idiot. The residence of the deceased individual was only six miles away from the landfill. The house was allegedly burglarized was in Newcastle, Delaware. I just searched everywhere, and it was literally two lines down. It's Leslie's fault. Why? (laughs) You rushed her. I didn't say shit. I've been kind of quiet up until now. So this house that he had, he actually bought it with his wife. This was, like, at the edge of a historic park, which, Mm -hmm. again will come into play later but because patriotism and all that stuff they wanted to live there because it had been this site for i believe they said like two different battles and so to him it meant a lot like okay yeah so after oh and there was like one of his swords like so something that he had from like his military airport yeah that was actually laying in the powder itself it was like covered in the powder so the the, apparently like the the sword had been laid down on the ground first it was unseathed so that means it wasn't out of his little thingy it was just still in its like protective thing Mm -hmm. and then the powder was like covering over it so there was like a whole bunch of stuff there too and then on the counter was actually a news article that had to deal with jack that was written i believe not too long prior Mm -hmm. but it was an article that was about him and so Mm -hmm. the article was like open on the countertop. I'm not liking this story because I'm trying to like put things together <laughs> and I can't really. This is why I did this because you have been too good at this and I just want to throw <laughs> curveballs at every point that I can and I needed this today. You guys wanted me to do this. <laughs> I know, but you just got, like you were just like, ah oh, yes, ah oh, yes. And I'm like, not today, Satan. <laughs> The family was notified. So I believe one of his daughters was notified, and then the daughter had ended up calling the wife. Okay. Again, this will come into play later in, like, just a little bit. Just a few moments. Five bullets. Yeah, basically. (laughs) When investigators had gone to the house, and they were starting to look around, they were looking at the kitchen, looking at the doors and everything like that, they had realized that there was another investigation that had been going on because of an incident that had night- happened the night before. Okay. That they that, responded that, to? Oh, not the night before, but a few nights before. So a few nights before, there were actually smoke bombs that were ignited in a house that was under construction across the street. Mm-hmm. And so a couple nights before, the cops had been called because of the fact that there were these smoke bombs. And there was minimal damage done to the house under construction. But they had found some items there. Again, I will were get... Were they forged? Okay. I will get more specific in a minute. Because it's 
It's a list of things because now we're going to go chronological for you. So we started at the incident itself, okay? <laughs> we did. All right. Well, her we're face. at the dump. I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> She's so mad. <laughs> She's like, I can't get it. But My head is starting to hurt right now. I know. Like, okay, so this is December girl. 31st, okay? <laughs> this is December 31st. A couple, a couple of days prior, another incident had happened with the house across the street. Got it? Okay. I will give you that date in a minute. <laughs> but anyway, so investigators had realized something had happened. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now we will go into the events leading up to the death. Are you ready for this? Yes. So for the holidays, again, this is December, so Christmas time, right? Christmas, New Year's. Jack obviously did not have to go to work on Christmas Day, so he worked in D.C., Mm-hmm. And from D.C., he left, well, he left work to go visit his family in New York because his wife had a house in New York. I'm assuming it's from before they had gotten married. So every year they would go up to the house in New York and they would all gather there. They would have dinner for Christmas. So he went, had Christmas with the family. They had Christmas dinner and everything like that. And then Jack had actually notified his wife, Catherine, that he would not be staying for the new year because he needed to go back for work. So she got really upset with him. They had apparently gotten in an argument. Into a tizzy. Yeah, because she had told investigators that the whole thing was that her and Jack would do, it was like a tradition for them. They would go to the movies after the holidays, so after Christmas, so between that time. They'd go to the movies, see any movies that had been released that they had missed, and they would go with the kids, go with the grandkids and everything like that, and go see these movies. But he decided that he was going to leave so soon after the holidays that they weren't going to have that chance to do that. So that's why she got upset, because he's going to go work. She didn't want him to. She wanted him to stay home, basically. Against tradition. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So. (laughs) That's like when I told you guys. (laughs) Yeah, I'm leaving right after Thanksgiving. What? <laughs> I know. I was just like, who the fuck did she think she is? I was like, the kids. Kids is one thing. Because I was talking to Jonathan about it. I was like, yeah, you know, the kids go with those other people. And then we just sit around and we drink. And so I was like, it's going to be good. And then you're like, I'm going after this. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, what is she talking about? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I'm going so, out of town. Yeah. So that she was annoyed. She wasn't happy. Yeah. She was. She was. There was is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the stepdaughter had actually said that his or hers? His stepdaughter. Okay. His stepdaughter had actually said that it wasn't unlike him to be very busy. He was, you know, he did do a lot of things. He was very active. He always had something on his plate that he was trying to push out the door, trying to like just get things done. So it was very common for him to have to, you know, go run and do something else. Mm -hmm. But again, the wife was upset. There were few arguments exchanged. The last time that the wife, so the last time Catherine had saw Jack was actually the morning of December 28th, 2010. You know, 
doing all of these stories, I feel like I should start doing my journaling thing where I'm like, I saw this person from this time and this person from this time. Because oh if God. someone ever fucking asked me, like, what were you doing this day around this time? I'm be like, uh, I think I was probably napping. No, I, I literally would be like, I don't know. You can't ask me. You can probably go on my Google Maps. Yeah. Mine tracks mine all the time. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll just do that. I'd be like, yo, I don't know. I'd be like, but sometimes I'd be drifting because when I play Pokemon Go, I'm <laughs> around the place. I don't if think it it's going to track that. If that it gets close. too close to where you don't want me, don't pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of drifted over there. <laughs> It must have caught my neighbor's Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, so on December 28th, he leaves New York about 7 a.m. to go to work in D.C. Investigators. So he went back home. Where in New York were they? New York, New York? I don't know. I okay. guess so. It sounds like it, because if he's leaving that late, he had to be pretty close. 7, 7 a.m.? That's late. How is that late? What time did he need to be in D.C. by? He doesn't. There's no specific time. It's um, the holidays. You know they he do just a government to shutdown. Go. Jesus Girl, Christ. I don't know. Don't you know they go on like a month and a half hiatus? Uh, when aren't they on so a hiatus? So then, why does, <laughs> what, what specific time does he need to go back? Girl, I don't know. Work, work. 2010 work, work, was work, a work. different time. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> He, he left around 7 a.m. He took the train back to D.C. So he, he goes into D.C. for work. Okay. Yeah, he was okay. in NYC. Amtrak. Yes, mm-hmm. he actually was on the Amtrak. Yeah, yeah that's why I Well, I don't know. He could be on one of those cargo trains. Hit your ride. Don't, don't play with me. Don't play with me. This man got money. He don't exactly. be exactly. <laughs> He's gonna here. be first class Amtrak. Like ain't nobody on the same cart as me. <laughs> what are those things called? Cart. Sure. Is it a cart. I guess so. A box. I don't know. I don't know trains. Larry, where did you? Why did you not come? <laughs> Facetime him. <laughs> so he arrives in DC Caboose around is the end. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I don't think an Amtrak has one. Does it not? Why not? Don't all They're trains all... have a caboose? A co- caboose? It's just the last yeah. cart in the train. <laughs> Fuck this. I'm Googling it. Hold on. I'm pretty sure they're just called cars. Car. Cars. Take the T off. Train cars. <laughs> <laughs> train car. <laughs> So glad I don't have the headphones on for this. <laughs> Train cars or carts? Okay, oh. so a you railroad right. car or a rail car, rail a car. railway wagon, railway carriage, railway tw- railway. <laughs> <laughs> she, she turned into Elmer Fudd. <laughs> Wasn't that last episode yes. too? <laughs> Whiskey wabbit. <laughs> A railroad car. What? A what? A railroad car. All right, wake up now. Okay. So he leaves December 28th 
7 a.m. 7 a.m. Go back to D.C. All right. He arrives in D.C. at 1.20 p.m. to work for the afternoon. Okay. Okay. Did he clock in? (laughs) Yes. He's a high-level security. If he's going into D.C. doing work for all these people, he probably had to scan a badge. He's salary, but he's got to scan a badge to open the gate. You security. Arrest. Homeland Security. <laughs> Dewey Decimal System. I'm I'm very big on the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> Quilty. <laughs> She's dying. Drink some of your Voss. Oh, you bougie bitch. girl. I only drink Core, and then recently, what's Core? Water. Is that that blue one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one with the blue cap. Essentia is where it's at. No. Essentia is actually really good for you because like pH balance. Core is pH balance. Not the Essentia same as Essentia. Have you ever tried black? Mm-hmm. It no, freaks it me out me because it's, it's black. It's black. Remember that time where I would just go around testing Water. waters? Yeah, <laughs> Literally, yeah. I do that all the time because of going to the grocery store at work. Don't get the flavored one of these. Oh, no. It's great. I don't get nasty. flavored water. They have it with like a little bit of like fruit or some shit, and then a little bit of lemon. <laughs> okay. okay, but the blue one's really good. That is also you're good not gonna catch me drinking Voss. Why? I don't like Voss because <laughs> I, I don't know the bottle is not pleasing looking to me. I love it. I don't. Those are plastic, by the way, and that's not the glass ones. I know, but it's still I don't like it. Do that right now. Continue. I'm sorry. One twenty p.m. One twenty p.m. At work. He gets to work. <laughs> You're welcome. Scans in. <laughs> scan. <laughs> I was just sitting here trying to open my eye wide enough for the retina scan. Get out. Huh? No, you're fine. She said, "Get out." <laughs> no, I didn't. She doesn't want to hear your voice anymore. She's tuning. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I thought she said gamma. Oh my gosh. 120 i'm sorry 120 okay <laughs> he he gets to work and after talking to different colleagues and stuff like that they realize that they're able to track his phone because everything that he does is based out of his phone he that is his one point of contact emails text messages phone calls anything for work so they are able to track that he is in constant use of his phone the whole ride down to work his blackberry he did have a blackberry. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. You got that little keyboard. <laughs> I hated those buttons. So his phone records do show that he leaves work and then he goes to his house in Newcastle, Delaware. With that being said, he is he is at that house. He does arrive that night. On the night of the 28th, Around 11.30 p.m., there's a smoke bomb that goes off in the house that is under construction across the street. It's a distraction! They drew him out of the house! (laughs) The thing is, is that the house that was under construction across the street was actually a house that he had been petitioning to not be built. He felt that it was being built on the historic property. Mm Mm-hmm. And that it shouldn't be going up there, that the house should actually be taken down because this is part of historic land. It's preserved and all of that stuff. So he was actually having it petitioned. He had put it in with the court system. And even though this was technically an ongoing legal battle because he had put in the petition, 
they were still doing construction on the house. So he was very upset about this and he was very vocal about it. He so did he the smoke bomb goes off that night at 11.30, and they actually end up finding his cell phone at the construction site. And stepping the home, just dropping his shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the next morning, December 29th, the next morning, he sends an email to his job, his employers, letting him know, letting them know that his house had actually been burglarized and that he was not in possession of a few of the items that he would need in order to have clearance for the job. He let them know that his phone was missing, his security clearance, and a couple other items. He tells the job this. He sends them an email itemizing these things, correct? Mm -hmm. He never notifies his wife that his phone was taken or that the house had been burglarized, and he had never called the cops to let them know that his house had been burglarized. Because it ain't no burglarizing. Super fishy, right? Mm -mm -mm -mm. His wife attempts to call him on the 29th, but receives no answer from him. And she thinks that it's weird, but... The fact that she didn't think that something bad had happened to him Mm -hmm. was because they had been in a fight just the days leading up. So they were exchanging text messages, emails, still arguing about the fact that he had gone to work during the holidays. Yeah. So she didn't think that anything was wrong. She just thought that he was kind of not answering because of the fact that they were arguing about this and he just wanted a break from the argument. So even though she tried uh, calling him on his cell phone and he didn't answer... She thought it was weird, but again, she her mind didn't go to, oh, something bad has happened. He's to dead. Him. Yeah. He's dead. She never thought that because she was like, well, we're arguing. Right. So lovers quarrel. Yes. I um, immediately go to he's dead, but I have anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I reach him? <laughs> so all of that happens. He lets them know. So Since he doesn't have his cell phone, there is no activity for him. They don't really realize what's going on. But his neighbor did say that there was a TV that was playing very loudly for a few days at the house. Mm -hmm. But he didn't think that anyone was home. So they just hear this TV really loud in the house, but they didn't see any activity in there. Squatters. So they weren't really sure what was going on. But then when they saw the light on... On the 31st, that's when he had gone in and checked. On the evening of the 29th, around 6 p.m., there is video surveillance of Jack visiting a local pharmacy that he frequents. He goes there all the time. He has his prescriptions filled there. The the head pharmacist there knows him, and a lot of the people that work there also know him. So he went in there, and he had actually asked the pharmacist if it was possible for him to drive him to Wilmington, Delaware to go pick up his car because apparently he had dropped his car off there to take the Amtrak to New York to go visit the family for the holidays. Uh So he wanted to go back to Wilmington, Delaware to pick up his car because it was still there. So he took the train back down to D.C. and I'm assuming he took a cab home. And then so he went to the pharmacy and he was like, hey, you guys, what's up? How you doing? Like, you want to give me a look? Yes, no, yes, no, yes. Mm. <laughs> you must be really he good didn't friends have... with the pharmacist in order to ask him to drive you somewhere. Well, 
she well, just no, said. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, no. I mean, like I said, they said that he was a very pleasant person. That you know, his wife had actually said that even though when he was, he was on his meds. <laughs> Well, she, they said that he did really well and that he was a very pleasant person and that even though he had dabbled in all of these things, he, had, he was part of, like, the government and all of that stuff. There's that, but she could not think of anyone personally that would want to attack him. Yeah. That they, she could not pinpoint anyone that would want him dead, that he was such a friendly person, that mm-hmm. he had such a good disposition that... He he was great. He he had a lot of friends. Yeah. But so he's in the pharmacy, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He's asking the pharmacist, like, hey yo, you won't take me. He's like, Nope, I'll call you a cab. He's like, No, I want a cab. Take me. He's like, Nope. So then apparently when the pharmacist was like, I'll call you a cab, he was like, No, thank you. And he decides to leave. But a few people in the pharmacy had overheard the discussion he was having with the pharmacist. And I was like, Hey, you wanna go to Wilmington? He was like, Yeah. He's like, all right, we'll take you to Wilmington. Uh oh. So he gets in the car with the people and they drive him to Wilmington, which is, I think, what? From you said New six Ca- miles. Yeah, six miles from there. Mm-hmm. So they pick him up, they take him out there. And then the next time he is found on security s- surveillance is at a parking garage 42 minutes later. So they pick him up, they take him out there. And then the next time he is found on security s- surveillance is at a parking garage 42 minutes later. Alive? He is alive. <laughs> but the thing is that he's very disheveled. He is asking one of the attendants for help. He says that he's trying to look for his car. He can't find it in the parking garage. He just wants to find his car. And in the video surveillance, you can see that he's very flustered, that he is... Like, he he doesn't have his wits about him. He's very, like, frantic. Um, Is he having a, an episode? We don't know yet. Calm down. But when he's in the garage... So, mind you, they see him at the pharmacy. He's perfectly fine. He's talking perfectly fine. They said he was doing really well at the pharmacy. The pharmacist says that he's okay, right? They hotboxed him. <laughs> oh, if they did that to me, I would just be like, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so then he goes... 42 when, minutes? 42 minutes for a six-mile ride, right? What? Yeah. That's what yes. I'm saying. Six Sorry, miles. Sorry, just clicked in my brain. That's, okay. That's what I'm saying. 42 minutes later, he is found on the, the surveillance for the parking garage. So he's asking the attendant and... In the in the video, you see that he's missing a shoe, and then he has his other shoe in his hand, and so he keeps what telling the, the yeah. So he's very disheveled. He's like he he's just flustered, mm-hmm. and so he keeps saying to the lady, "Can you help me? I need to find my car." And she is like, "Well, where's your parking pass?" He's like, "I don't have my parking pass. I was just robbed." And so she was like, well, where's your parking pass? He was like, my parking pass is in my briefcase. And she was like, where's your briefcase? And he was like, somebody stole it. Mm -hmm. Like, somebody stole it. That's all. And she was like, I kept asking him, where's your briefcase? And all he kept telling me is, someone stole it from me. Like, somebody stole it. And that's all he kept repeating to her. Like, somebody stole my briefcase. Well, then fucking call the cops, chick. But he kept telling her, he was like, I'm not drunk. I'm telling you, I'm not drunk. So I guess they kept asking him, like, are you okay? Have you had anything to drink? And he was like, I'm not drunk. Someone stole my stuff. But that's all he kept saying. And so then he ends up, like, walking away, leaving. And a lot of people say, like, when you're watching the video, he looks like he's watching his back, like somebody's following him. 
Like, he's hmm. looking around corners. He's checking things out when he walks out of doors. Like, he's looking around before oh, he yeah. goes and stuff I feel like that. paranoid as fuck sitting in the <laughs> Yeah. My back. You better itchy. watch your back. Stop it. There's a fucking window behind me. Time for this shit. Where's my dog? Where's my yeah. dog? He'll save me. Yeah, right. Have you seen him? Okay. I'll show you later. Hmm. But if Jonathan even looks like he's gonna, like, put his hand on me, Fen will start growling at him and go to bite his hand. Oh, oh my God. That's why I gotta keep my kid around. With that being said, that all of this happened, they had done, like, they had gone around, surveyed the area. Investigators had gone and surveyed the area after they found his body. And when they talked to the lady there, she said, yeah, I'd seen him. And then she told them about the incident that had occurred. And then come to find out he wasn't even at the right parking garage. He had been dropped off at the wrong one. And his wife and his uh, stepdaughter said, said that um he was very directionally challenged mm-hmm. and so because he didn't have his phone or any of his belongings on him saying that he had been robbed the morning that morning or even on his way there right that he would have never been able to found it anyway that there had been so many instances oh that he would park his car in a parking <clears throat> garage and come home without his car because he couldn't remember what parking garage that he parked oh, in. Oh, no. And so he would just leave his car there and find it the next morning. This, sounds this like is why Google has that. Now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mark where you park. <laughs> yes. yes, mine yells at me all the time and I still can't find my car. <laughs> you park near here. Yes, near, but where? <laughs> yeah. So they said that he had, he he dealt with that a lot. And so it wasn't unlike him to misplace things. It wasn't unlike him to get lost so easily, but that he was at the wrong parking garage. So even if he had any of that, like he, he was never going to find his car anyway, which probably only frustrated well, had him even more. Ticket, she well, could have yeah. given him the directions to the right place. Yes, but the fact that like, he he didn't have any of his information right, of and course. he was in the wrong parking garage like that only just frustrated him even more okay well yeah and i mean the chick if he's sitting there saying he had been robbed i would have been like okay sir let's call the police mm-hmm. right since you've been robbed instead of just yelling at him like where's your ticket like how about you take a moment and chill the fuck out susan <laughs> <laughs> like let's go call the cops figure it out yeah. Yeah, and and like you just see his like I again they have like video clips of it and you just see that he's very like irritated, he's very just frantic, very frustrated with the whole situation that's going down. Like he you can see him, he's at the counter and he has his his shoe in his hand. Shaking yeah. his shoe. But he's like he's dressed nicely but people said because of how disheveled he was like walking down the street Mm -hmm. they assumed he was homeless because he wasn't wearing shoes or anything like that and the way that his clothes ended up being on him yeah so they said that a lot of people just kind of assumed that he had was homeless walking around the streets Mm -hmm. of wilmington no hitchhiking with strangers right (sighs) this is why you don't trust people i mean i trust people to a certain extent other than that, I'm not hopping in the car with some people I meet at CVS. Yeah. You also ain't watching your back right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, the only people I got to worry about is you two. Oh, my and God. And I've known that my whole life. Why are you looking in front of me? 
So then that night, he kind of leaves from video surveillance. They don't really see him anymore until the next day. Mm-hmm. He is found on the Namor's uh, security footage, the Namor's building's security footage. And so that's a building with a lot of prominent businesses in it. And apparently, okay, so in one thing, it says that he had no ties to it. But in another thing, he said it said that he knew like a lawyer that was in that building. Mm-hmm. So I'm not 100% sure if he actually knew somebody in there, but that he the, there could be ties for him being in that building. Yeah. But in the building itself, there is like tunnels underneath that have different. Well, listen, employee like. Things So, like, an employee locker room, a gym. There's a lot of different, like, alleyways, they call it, that you can go down and hide. So, he had actually spent the night in there and very much into the next day. And they figured that something had happened to him where he decided instead of trying to find somewhere to go, he went underground to hide. Interesting. Yeah, because of, I guess, what was going on. Which... At this point, I feel like, why wouldn't you just ask the attendant for her phone so you could call your wife? Maybe he doesn't remember her cell phone number. I don't remember your cell phone number, so I don't doubt Exactly. I remember yours. I mine's know my been the same for like years. I was going to say, mine's been the same. I know John Finn's. Mine's been the same for at least eight Linda's. years. So. I remember our house number. Mm-hmm. I've always I wanted to try and calling it and see what the fuck happens. <laughs> Yeah. Um, when it, So when investigators had found that out, had found him on security footage, they did look around. They did do an investigation of the different, like, tunnels and hallways and stuff like that. And they <clears throat> couldn't find any personal effects of Jack's. There were uh, employees that said when they were going in this, that when they would walk down, like, a certain stairwell, that they had found items there that looked like somebody may have slept there. Mm-hmm. But again, when they had gone back, they couldn't find anything that tied Jack to that area. They saw him on the footage, but he didn't leave anything. No hair. He's like, girl, bald. what? He's in a stairwell. Yo, I would he do was it. sleeping there. I understand that, but you know how many people probably go about brushing their hair in the oh, wind geez. and then that shit just flies around. No? Okay. <laughs> yes, I know. Also, just- dust. Dead skin oh cells. <laughs> <laughs> Let me swap these steps. <laughs> <laughs> and again, investigators didn't find anything. So this is so this is the next day. This is December thirtieth. Okay, mm-hmm. he was found about eight thirty at night leaving the Namor's building. And you see him going into the streets of Wilmington. So you see him walking around in the Namors around 8.30. And then around 8.42, he's walking on the streets of Wilmington, Delaware. He had actually taken off his, like... Well, when you see him walking around in, like, the 8.30 video footage, he's not wearing a jacket. He's just wearing his white button-up and, like, black pants. Uh-huh. And then in the video where he's exiting the Namor's building and going into the streets, he actually somehow, some way, has a black hoodie on. He took it out of somebody's locker. Yeah, that's what Gym I'm thinking. Locker. <laughs> and so they don't know, like, who it belonged to or anything like right. that. They just know that it didn't belong to him because he did not own any kind of clothing that looked like that mm-hmm. well how it's not like he had an employee locker there <laughs> ah. yeah 
the last footage that they have of him is of 842 and he's walking down the streets. Um, there are some witness accounts that say that he was trying to get a ride to Philly. They possibly think that he was trying to get onto the Amtrak there so that way he could get back home to New York with his wife. Mm-hmm. There, there were other people saying that he had actually grabbed a cab about 11 p.m. on December 30th. And the cab that he grabbed was actually with someone because he had overheard them saying that they wanted to go to Newark, Delaware. Mm-hmm. And he had he according to his wife, she was like, he has no ties there. There's like no reason that he should have been there. Yeah, like, there's no reason at all why he should have been there. But he heard somebody saying, "Oh, I want to go to Newark," and so he was like, "Oh, take me with you." So because he, he probably the thought they meant New, New York. York. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, so he hopped that in the cab sucks. with the person. From that point on, they say that he ended up in New York. And when New York detectives were notified, they actually had to do the trash route for there. And they had narrowed it down to this one trash route that had the commercial trash cans. So those big ones, mm-hmm. the dumpsters. So they narrowed it down to those, and so they were going, swabbing all the stuff, and he, they had actually found blood on oh. the inside of one of the trash cans, and I think possibly coming out of the side of one of the trash cans. And so that was actually 14 miles in the opposite direction of where he had been walking. So he was walking, like, up the street one way, and so they had taken him 14 miles in the complete opposite direction of where he was walking to. So they found his body. Obviously, they found the dumpster that he was in, which then ends him back up in the landfill on December 31st when they found him. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, this all happened within like 12 yeah. hours. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah, so this all started on December 28th, and then his body was found December 31st. So the incident that happened across the street from him was right. the night of the 28th. You know, he says, hey, lost my stuff on the 29th. The people last see him on the 30th alive around 11 p.m., supposedly. Again, these are just, like, different accounts from people, eyewitness accounts, but they don't know if he really did, if they really did or not, like, if somebody just mistaken it for him. Mm-hmm. But he ends up in New York, Delaware. And then he's dead. Jesus. Did they find out what happened? His autopsy report was finished by January 28th, 2011. So this is in the new year. They obviously had to do the autopsy report and everything like that. So the cause of Jack's death was blunt force, blunt force trauma. Damn it. Now, the guy that, or the people at the landfill had actually said that it wasn't uncommon for people to go into the trash cans to try and get away from the cold especially on a cold night like that night in the middle of december right and they they actually call them haulers so this is this is what the guy had said because they go in there they try and get away from the cold it's sheltered you have like the doors that close on both sides and the flap that closes on the top and so the guy actually said that there are times where they will put the forks and start lifting it and then someone will pop out the top and start screaming at them to put them down or they'll jump out the side and start screaming at the trash men. And so that's why they call them hollers because they're hollering at the trash men and be like, hey, yo, I'm in here. Let me out. Put me down. Right. 
and he was like he didn't have experience (laughs) (laughs) it's not funny i know (laughs) so apparently sometimes they hear them sometimes they don't Mm -hmm. just so like he could have literally just been sleeping in the trash can over and then crushed by the fucking trash truck Mm -hmm. yeah what the fuck? Yes. Did I just listen to? <laughs> I'm over here like, yo, someone framed him. But wait, wait. So again, the autopsy says blunt force trauma. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The stepdaughter says it does not make sense to her why he, someone that is so decorated, would go and into a trash can. Go into a trash can. Like there are so many other places that he could have found. That why would he go into a trash can in the middle of the night in New York, Delaware? Like, it just didn't make sense to her. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't yeah, make like sense Yeah, like the at all. basement tunnels of a gym. No, it was of a I, I, I high know, rise building, I know. but the gym was down. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, this, these are the things that were listed on his autopsy report. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Aspiration of blood, contusions, fractured ribcage, lung collapsed, Soft t- tissue hemorrhage, external neck injury, lip is swollen, lacerations, and injury to the mouth. So someone beat the shit out of him. Exactly. So that was another thing that they were saying that it just doesn't make sense because his body was so badly bruised and he was injured in this way that those are things that if you're in a fight, people are going to sit there and pound you down to the ground. And so, like, these are things that yeah. would happen if somebody was, like punching you or kicking you Mm, i don't like this is this unsolved this bitch (laughs) it's been a what about the footprint in the house exactly and that's the thing because there's an article that literally says that where the footprint footprint was that even though that this was called in as a burglary like the house was called in as a burglary the plank or whatever it was that the footprint was on was actually removed from the house, but it doesn't say that investigators had done anything with it. Like, it never says whose footprint it was. They never say, oh, it's his, or oh, it's somebody else's. Like, they never match two and two together. But the the footprint was removed from the home. Like, they took the whole piece of wood out. What? What the yes. fuck? So they had it in evidence, but nothing ever came of the burglary itself. If it was one or not. I don't like this. And from what I understand... did he say that he was burglared? He, burglarized? He said that he was burglarized, but he never called it into the police. So if he had called it into the police on the 29th... Right. Would that have ever happened? Would there be all that stuff that happened in the kitchen itself? Right. And then on the 28th, there's a smoke he bombs that go off. He was just trying to surprise his wife. <laughs> There's no. the, but there's the smoke bombs that go off in the house across the street with his phone across the street. So when was he burglarized? Okay, well, no. But I feel like the thing is, he might be... He may have been, like, burglarized at home, like, when he lost his phone and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But then he also got in that car with those fucking random people from the pharmacy. Yeah, and, I, so and it said that... they probably did something, too. Yeah, and it said that he always travels, like, with this one specific suitcase that he's never seen without... Or a briefcase, I'm sorry, briefcase, not a suitcase, a briefcase. And that he didn't have that on him, either. That that was gone. So the briefcase that he was talking about, that my stuff mm-hmm. is in it and all that stuff, he didn't have that, either. 
yeah. which had a lot of his security clearance and everything like that. I feel like this is a series of unfortunate events, but also somebody did it. <laughs> but on the uh, like after medical examination on the coroner's report, it says that he had also suffered from a heart attack. Yeah, from getting the shit beat out of him. Shit happens. Yeah. You get all worked up, all your adrenaline, and all of a sudden, boom, cardiac arrest. <laughs> yeah. But the thing... Okay, so... Mm-hmm. That's it. What? You, you want to hear the theories? Yes. Me the all yes. For nothing. Right now. <laughs> so they don't know if he was going through a manic episode, and then he ends up having a heart attack while on his way to the parking garage and because all of this happens because it does show in the report that he had a heart attack that it had disoriented him so much that he didn't know what was going on anymore yeah and that's why it had taken him all that time to get wherever he was going and that it just happened to be the fact that he was so disoriented he ended up in a trash can and so when he ended up in the trash can smushed ends up in a landfill i don't like it <laughs> next so then, <laughs> then they say that something had happened with the people who had taken him from, obviously, the pharmacy to the That's parking garage. I know. But then on a completely different incident that somewhere, somehow, somebody had picked him up from going to Wilmington to New York and somebody had done something to him then and put him in. They want to say that he was that it was a burglary and that it was just bad timing that somebody had done that. But if it was a burglary, his ring would have been missing and his watch would have been missing. Yeah, because yeah. that was the only two things that yeah. he had on Those him. Those shits are expensive. Exactly. It was a Rolex and a West Point ring. Yeah. And then the other one is that because of the fact that he was... Well, okay, so this goes with the house as well, that... Because the things were going on with the house and he did have the petition for the house and everything like that, apparently he had tried doing some hacking of some sort. I'm not 100% yeah. sure. But He's with the house. With security. The, yeah. With the house across the street, though. Mm-hmm. So the construction of the house. He tried messing up with the plans or something like that. So he tried hacking into that and possibly somebody found out that he was trying to do it. And got pissed off. Yeah. And got pissed off. Just saying. Or mm. so pissed off to kill the dude? Uh, people are stupid and petty. I mean, fair enough. Th things have happened for a lot less, Leslie. Yeah. And then, because of the fact that he deals with the U.S. government and does it could have been anybody. Stuff, yeah, that it could have just been a hit on him that was actually carried out. Damn. Okay, so I have a topic for a new podcast that we're gonna start, and it's called "Who Fuck Killed This Man with the Rolex and the West Point." Yeah, right. and yeah, no. that better be the digging. title. Or and then like, I ain't digging through shit. There's another I'm one. Gonna, no, no, no. Listen. You know how like they have all those memes, and it's like a murderer from the 1970s living in their house in 2020. And then it's like <laughs> ding dong, and it's like host of a pod true crime podcast. <laughs> you thought you were saying? <laughs> I've never seen that. You gotta post it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. And and that's the thing. Like, it was just, it was so much going on that I, I and I had, I, I'm telling you, I watched this thing five times this morning. I need to watch this because, like, I'm so fucking worked up. I think I'm going to throw up. Yeah. That was like me on your wedding day. 
<laughs> That's cool because uh, on my wedding, I day, was like, "This isn't even my wedding. Why am I acting yeah, like this?" No. I was so pissed off about the decorations. I it was worked so myself cute up and into pretty. The it was Thank really you. cute. I know. And then um, <laughs> I didn't start getting anxious on the wedding day until like. I was like, come on, Kayla, let's go get my hair and makeup done. And I was like, I think I'm going to drop. <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> I was like, that was what I, I was like, zoned in. I was like, I can't help you do shit right now. Bye. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I was like, I'm just taking Kayla. And then I was snapping Jonathan while I was getting my hair and makeup done. But I was like sending him snaps of Kayla. And then he sent me a snap of like the wall with like one of the little poop mojis. And he was like nervous shit number three. <laughs> <laughs> I only got the first one of that. <sighs> that took a very different turn. All I have to say is I'm going to find out who killed this man. Oh, my God. I don't give a fuck who they are. You work for the government. I don't care. I'm pissed off. He sounded like chill beans, dude. Just saying. When I'm he was medicated. You. I mean, sometimes. So, well, it's you said, can't use that did, against I know, I know. He was like, yeah. When I'm not medicated, I just get grumpy. And then I start crying. And then I start hyperventilating. And then I go into a panic attack. And then I just shove my head under pillows. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> emo, emo. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Shit, I told my therapist, it's like, how did I self-control this for so many years? I was like, three days without my meds. And I was like, that's all you knew how to do. Oh my God. Yeah. Now I don't have to worry about it. And now I'm like, <gasps> it's hot in here. Are you ready, Linda? You got your missing persons? Mm. She's still looking. I'm looking at it. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so while Linda is looking, I will just talk to you guys because, you know, whatever. So starting January, I think our first big story, I'm not telling you what it is, Leslie, so don't get excited. But I think we're going to do a three-parter, like a two or three-partier. Partier. Parter. Like I'm going to need a lot of people. Linda and I you are need a lot collab. of people now. Yeah, you do. I'll go. <laughs> but yeah, so it's going to be, it's going to be good. Are you ready? I guess so. Okay. Is it one that we talked Ooh. about? Oh. <laughs> 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 I don't think you picked oh it up, God. did it? I, I heard it through the headphones. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it's hot in here. It's going to be stinky in a minute. Oh, my, oh my God. God. You can open the door. No. And we're going to suffer in silence. And I didn't smell the last um, Yes, it is the one we talked about. Wait, both of you guys, you're going to do We're collabing on it. Oh, yeah. shit. It's, it's, a, it's a big one. Okay. It's okay. We talked about it, but I forgot. <laughs> but I just know that we talked about it. All right. I'll message you. Okay, so this is from Bethany Beach, Delaware. Uh, this was actually last year. The person was last seen on June 16th of 2020. 
So the Delaware State Police Homicide Unit is continuing to investigate the missing person report involving Sheila Doyle, 66 of Fairfax, Virginia. Sheila was last seen at her second residence in the Salt Pond section of Bethany Beach on June 15th, 2020 at approximately 1 p.m. Sheila was in the company of her son, Brian Doyle, 35 of Burke, Virginia. At this point in the investigation, Sheila is believed to be deceased and Brian is the suspect in her death. Brian was found deceased on June 17, 2020 <laughs> by the Fairfax County, uh, Virginia Police Department. Sheila Doyle is 5'6", 130 pounds with brown hair. Sheila's vehicle, which has been recovered, is a black 2020 Buick Enclave, Encla- Enclave? whatever, I don't care, with Virginia registrations. Uh, Brian Doyle was 6'5 at 250 with brown hair worn in a buzz cut. That picture does not look like a buzz cut. An 8x10 rug pictured below was missing from Sheila's residence. Oh my God. That's what she's rolled up. Mm-hmm. In Bethany Beach. Uh, through investigative measures, it is known that Brian stopped in the following areas on the afternoon of June 16th, 2020. Prime Hook Road, east of Milton, U.S. Route 113 in Milford, Middle Run Valley Nature Area, north of Newark, and White Clay Creek State Park, north of Newark. If anyone has information in reference to this incident, they are asked to contact Detective Daniel Grassi at 302-365-8441. Information may also be provided by calling Delaware Crime Stoppers at 1-800-TIP-3333 via the internet at www.tipsubmit.com. <laughs> Tip submit. <laughs> I was trying to... <laughs> I was like S U B. I just felt like rapping, and I'm like what? Or by sending an anonymous tip by tech by text to two seven four six three seven crimes using the word DSP. The homicide unit would like to thank thank Delmarva Search and Rescue, a volunteer organization, for their continued assistance in this investigation. If you or someone you know is a victim or witness of crime or have lost a loved one to a sudden death or in need of assistance, the Delaware State Police Victim Service Unit, Delaware Victim Center, is available to offer you support and resources 24 hours a day through a toll-free hotline. Why are you laughing? 1-800-VICTIM-1. I feel like she's like Daddy Warbucks. Did I just read an ad? That's exactly how That's exactly how I feel. Literally was thinking that the whole time. Did you just have to do it? And then the neck is like, Now I gotta go watch that. You're welcome. Oh, man. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Linda. Sheila. That. <laughs> Unsolved Mystery. Yeah, I did not like that one bit. Is that <laughs> what it's from, Unsolved Mysteries? It is from the new season of Unsolved Mysteries. I didn't like it. <laughs> you watched it? No. no. You just mean that I don't like it. I mean, I got more information oh, from other episode. places. Uh-huh. But I don't like the fact that I don't know what happened to this man. I mean, I know what happened to this man, but I don't know what happened to this man. And then it also reminds me of the girl from the hotel in California. Why I can't remember her name. Um, oh, the one that was, yeah. Uh, Lamb. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm like how she had like uh, depression and bipolar and all that other stuff. And then like she went missing and then they found her 
we're not going to talk about it. But then, like, have you seen that? No. Well, oh my we god, should, there's a whole documentary on we'll, it. We'll, we'll cover it. Okay. It was good because it's. It wasn't good. I'm it's sorry. Not, That's like, not it's what I wanted. Informative. Yeah. But the whole and it's just crazy. It's interesting. It kind of just reminded me of that. Like, <sighs> you have no idea what happens. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I'm not. I'm not a happy camper. Bah! <laughs> dun dun unsolved <laughs> anyway Very. so thank you everybody for listening thank you yes. happy thank you. holidays I mean it fit right because it was between Christmas and then they found his body on New Year's Eve right right yeah this just reminds me how we used to go to the movies after Thanksgiving but you know someone's leaving us so we can't even we do haven't that. done we haven't that, done that, in done years. that in shut up it doesn't matter it's tradition because <laughs> were you the even kids there last year? Picked up and then no COVID. COVID, my butt. We watched uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah, I did. You weren't there. You left us. I don't know. I've seen Wonder Woman though. No, it's not, not with us. It was eighty four. Yeah, it was not. Yeah, I've seen that one. Some, no, you mm. left us because we had this whole. Ooh, ooh, uh, the, ooh, the stuff was ooh. down that day. Mm-hmm. I think because everybody was trying to do it. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. But anyway. Thanks, everybody. How Thank you. you're having a good holiday season. Hopefully, by now, my house has Christmas on it. Jonathan will let me decorate for Christmas. Early. Oh, I'm going to go home. And my decorate. son told me that last night. He was like, Mom, because we were driving and he saw Christmas lights and he was like, They have already Christmas lights up. He's like, Mom, I'm kind of glad that you you stay true to the seasons because it's not Christmas yet. I'm like yeah <laughs> says the boy who's been singing christmas music he loves christmas music i know i love christmas music i listen to it all year just... he wouldn't let me put my halloween decorations up early good Let's he was quick early. as shit to help me take him down though of course because he's like i'm tall now mom needs my help <laughs> no because he didn't want to see him anymore <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, anyway. Have a good week, everybody. See y'all. Bye. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, like, follow. I don't know. Yep. Bye. Visit our failing Oh, website. yeah, our website. Linda Johnson's going to start yelling at y'all in this room. Anyway, bye, everybody. See bye. Thanks for listening to East Coast Creepin'. Cover art by Leslie Lozano. Music from Premium Beat. Editing by Larry Bark at Revitalist Recording Studio. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at ECC The Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review. See ya!